up your frozen dinners, grab your TV tray, and settle in for another episode of The Plus Platoon, your podcast for all things Disney Plus, brought to you by Disney Plus fans. Watch along with us every week as we cover all the new, the old, the good, and the bad on Disney Plus. So put down that remote, don't touch that dial, and welcome your fabulous Plus Platoon host. Hey everyone, welcome to the Plus Platoon. We're a Disney Plus fan pod that gives honest, spoiler-filled reviews of movies and shows on Disney Plus. We look at new releases, coming attractions, and we'll even go back into the vault to revisit some of the classic Disney that's on the platform. Make sure you're subscribed and you will never miss a moment. I'm going to bring in Kate. Kate, good to see you this evening. Yeah, good to see you too, brother. I'm excited to talk about Loki. Makes one of us. Um, next we've got Peter hello everybody I'm here with glorious purpose to talk about Loki (laughs) and last but probably not least is Steve hi everyone (laughs) Steve doesn't doesn't make bad jokes Maybe that's the problem. No, I'm gonna... <laughs> oh, guys, if you have not already, please like, subscribe, share. That way you'll never miss any of the episodes we've got coming up. Um, For this week, yes, we are doing the Loki Season 2 premiere. It uh, essentially <sighs> jumps in immediately after Season 1 ended with Loki back at the TVA where nobody knows who he is. And speaking of the, okay, TVA, that's the one with the people mover. And Oh, wait, that's the TTA. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but so no one, no one knows where he is. And then he goes through this weird ripped apart. I, one of those, I've seen that effect type thing before. Usually when someone's like possessed by a demon and it's the demons kind of ripping them to try and get out. Look, and he keeps time skipping, right? Is that that's what they call it? As yes, because he because yeah. he jumps to somewhere. He's in the same location, but at a different time. Yes, like he's in the same and, spot. And it keeps jumping back and forth between. Essentially, usually it's like four hundred years in the past or present. Or even once he jumped into the future. Right. Yep. So it's and Sylvie's there kind of and the whole idea is he's trying to find her because he didn't want her to kill he who remains. Spoiler alert. She did kill him. And now basically the timeline branches are completely out of control. But um, FN once uh, our what is her name, by the way? What's her what's her number? Fifteen? Uh, yes. Fifteen? Sure. Um she basically has convinced everyone that no other timelines are just as um valid as the yeah. quote sacred timeline. So they have decided by the end of the thing to stop pruning all timelines 
which Loki is completely against because he knows that in every one of those, there will be a instance of Kang who will eventually... This is all coming back to eventually they're all going to get together and have to fight whatever the Avengers they can get under contract. So uh, that's where this is coming in about three or four years. So to me, well, we can get into it here in just a little bit, but that was basically the episode. Um, Short Round shows up as Marvel's new Q, kind of-ish. Yeah, he's he's like a fix-it, Mr. Fix-it. Mr. Fix-it, yeah. So that was basically the episode. Pete, I'm going to start with you on this one as defender of the Marvel faith. What drew you into this episode? Um, <laughs> well, there's a lot of things I liked about this episode. I did like, I do like when they get more humorous, which this clearly did. Um, but I think I just really like the TVA that there's like all this bureaucracy and all this like low technology and, and, you know, everything is, you know, you, Oh, you got to fill out a form or you got to do this and everything like that. And just, just seeing like people just don't know how to react to anything out of the, out of the ordinary. Um, so I, I got a little bit, I got a kick out of that. I know that's, they had that in the first season too, but you know, you saw this like, people in crisis but they don't know really know what to do because they're not they're used to everything functioning the same um and i do like uh, we didn't get a lot of loki here being loki he's mostly just running running around going we gotta fix this Ah!" but uh but I, i just i love tom hiddleston in that role so I'll stick with those two things and I'll leave, I'll leave some other things for Steve and Kate and maybe Derek. (laughs) Thanks. Um, (laughs) I, I loved the timeline things. I'm a huge Dr. Who fan. So like the time travel, jumping back and forth. Yes. Um, so, So that scene with Obi going back and forth between the present and there, how that was shot totally love that um i love obi i'm really fascinating where where they're going to take that um that was a highlight i also just like just how it's shot because the feeling and the filming of it is very interesting um so those are the big highlights for me um again um like loki i like how it plays off um i like how there's the two new um generals in the war room um i can't remember their names Dixon, I think, is one of them. Whatever their names are, um, I have to look it up. But just the playing of them, because sort of that quirkiness, sort of reminds me of sort of across like between Twin Peaks, the that weird sensation that just draws me in. I say that's what were my highlights. So we're Derek, ignoring. Do you have any? So we're ignoring the old man general that didn't really say anything, but who every who you know. It's going to come out and, and to be critical at some point in the series because they would not have kept showing him if he wasn't going to be important. Mm, probably not. No, I, I mean, as much as they showed him, he better be important. <laughs> um, I liked. 
Honestly, I like that they kept similar visual comp- composition between two series it, because you guys know when you go to a second season, it can look totally different than the first season. This looked like season two of the same series to me, which I yeah. liked. And it was it was a different showrunner than the first series. So you definitely could have had that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. It, it did feel like a continuation for sure. Right. And then I also... I liked that they didn't try and do too much this first episode. But yeah, I like that they didn't try to like they gave you a little bit. They gave you time to catch up with, okay, getting a feel for, okay, this is the panic that is going on. At least within Loki. Mm -hmm. So Kate, what else did you like? So I surprisingly, because I was not a huge fan of the first season of Loki because it was very confusing to me. I really enjoy the show. Um, I, I just, I just think the casting is brilliant. Tom Hiddleston is so perfect as Loki. Owen Wilson. I just, he's, I, uh, I don't know if it's his humor. And I know that some people, you either love him or you hate him. And I, I just, I just love it. I love, and I am going to butcher his name. I am so sorry. Um, um, Kehu Kwan. Yes, that's the one. Kehu Kwan. He <laughs> just, and I, I feel like this is how he is in every role he plays is so genuine and is so, just like a little bit quirky and I I just like he showed up and I was like oh my god yes um I still haven't seen everything everywhere all at once but I've heard so many good things and I I believe he won the Oscar for that movie yeah he did yes um so and like and also him and Indiana Jones like he's just he's just so good so the casting that was one thing that as I watched this episode, I was like, this casting is so good. Like it's in the, the, ugh, it's just so good. Um, so I love that. Um, I really liked the scene where, um, the Kehu Kwan was like, Oh no, I don't know you. Oh wait, I do. This did just happen. It was, I thought that was really smart writing, um, of like, this is happening in his past, but also in real time. And that's when he's like, wait, I do have that. Um, I just thought that was clever. I, maybe that's like super, I don't know. I don't know. I just found it really clever and it made me chuckle. Um, I got a, a little confused on certain points, but we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, I know I have more good things to say, but I'll leave it at that. I, I really enjoyed it. Can I add one more thing? Mm-hmm. Um, first Marvel show in a while where I didn't go why didn't they pay for the special effects um, saying that the special effects I thought were were genuinely good <laughs> like I mean you can say what you want about the Tom Hiddleston warping thing if you like that or not I don't know if Derek sounded like Derek maybe didn't like it but like I, I thought that was effective and there wasn't really any cases of scenes where you looked at the effects and were going, 
oh, that's a really, that looks really bad, you know, and there was quite a bit of effects in that, in that first season. So or first episode. So I, I, I think they maybe decided this one, they're going to spend the money on that. They didn't spend on she Hulk or secret invasion. <laughs> I get, I, I would, I would agree with all that. Yeah. Ditto. <laughs> now, not everything about this episode was perfect. So, Steve, I want to start with you. What for this show is not, and I, and yet, what if it is not pruned? In other words, what okay. if they keep doing it is not is going to really not make this show work? <sighs> um, based on the first episode, I feel like it was so more focused on Loki instead of Loki and Sylvia. I think that first thing of if I hadn't done my recap before, I would have totally been lost. I, I know they did a, did a re- quick recap for you, but there's so much going on. Um, I'm concerned about where the storyline's going. That's what I'm, I'm, I'm hoping they get clear of what is going to be sort of where they're supposed to be going. I think there's so many possibilities that it's, um, yes, I, I feel like the storyline could quickly fall and then it's going to be boring and it's going to fall apart. Okay. For me, I know I said that I liked that they didn't try and do too much in the first episode, but they got to do something other than just letting us know that this time hopping is happening and we don't know what's going to happen. That's all the first the first episode was, was letting us know, oh no, Kang is out there somewhere and we have the thread is about to fall apart because of this loom that looked like the Nexus in Star Trek Generations. <laughs> and it, it was just... It, it, I hope it continues to advance the story of the Kang intervention into the universe. Because I think if they get too bogged down with Loki and Sylvie and miss the bigger picture, I think that's going to, that could be an issue for this season. Um, I also, Kate, I got to disagree. I need a whole lot less Owen Wilson. Oh God. Um, I love him. To me, Owen Wilson plays just about the same character in most of his movies. Well, sure, but so, it fits well, this role. Um, you're not going to like him in Haunted Mansion, then. <laughs> I, it's one of those where he... Did you, did you guys hear my last bit, or was I totally frozen? No, no. I think we heard it. Okay, it. Okay. okay, you heard it. Yeah, so... And the... Just he always has the same vocal expression to me, and it's always and you know his makeup has not done him his aging any favors. So, and I know they're supposed to make him look older, but I'm not sure they're supposed to make him look that much older. But anyway, I need less Owen Wilson, and I need Sylvie to actually move the Loki and Sylvie plot to actually move because if it doesn't. It's just going to get to be a long season. Kate? Um, yeah, there were parts where I 
I got a little bit confused. Like, I don't really understand why finding Sylvie is so important. Um, I don't know if I just missed that, which is... No, it's just the relationship between the two is okay. why. Yeah, because Loki's in love with himself, which is just the most Loki <laughs> yeah. thing. That's the most Loki of Loki things. Um, so so when, when he was like, we've got to find Sylvie, I was like, but why? <laughs> but I feel like there should be more substance to that. Um, I was a little bit confused on the whole him zipping in and out of moments. Um, I, I I got a little confused. It's like, is he doing that himself? Like, is he controlling it or is no, he's not controlling it. Okay. And I kind of picked up on that toward the end. Um, but uh, so that got a little, a little wonky. Um, I, I do actually agree with you, Derek, that Owen Wilson does play the same character in most of his roles. However, I think that this role is kind of perfect for him. Um, I agree with you, but I think that that the way that he, I think that's why they cast him in that role. Um, but uh, yeah, I, you definitely had to watch season one to understand season two. Um, but to, to me, but that, I, that I, that's actually, I'm okay with, right. I was yeah. going to say that, yeah. that that should be okay. I understand why people don't want to have to watch 30 movies, but yeah. if, if the requirement of watching season two is that you've watched season one. There's a lot of shows that are like that, right? I mean, that's most shows. That's fair. What you shouldn't have to do is watch seven seasons of another show. Fair enough. All of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. No. Fair enough. All of Clone Wars (laughs) and Rebels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You didn't need need all of it. Just 20 or 30 episodes of each. That was all you needed. So I will say I am hopefully optimistic. I'm not going to be too critical yet. Um, so I think I, I'm not sure everybody caught this, but I think at the end of that, they resolved his time warping thing, right? That was, that at was least, at least yeah. into that timeline. Yeah. Right. Well, we're assuming it's fixed. We're assuming it's <laughs> right. We're assuming it's yeah. fixed. So I, so I, <laughs> I think they resolved that issue by the end of the episode. Um, yeah. My biggest thing, I guess, is I mean, I enjoyed I enjoyed the episode, but I like Loki best when he's being a bit arrogant. You know, I mean, he's God and everything like that. So that's that's the moments of that character. I tend to I want to see more of that where he's more comfortable and in charge versus him just running around going, where's Mobius? Where's Mobius? Where's Mobius? (laughs) So, um, you know, I didn't, there, there was a lot of Loki in this, but I didn't, I didn't find much interesting to his character in the episode. There so. was a lot of Tom Hiddleston in this. There wasn't a ton of Loki. Right. This was the first one where he wasn't, I, he could have been just about any character. He wouldn't have had to have been Loki in this one. It, he could it, have been any character getting pulled back and forth through time. Right. And and one of the interesting things about the first season, at least I think, is like it kind it was the first thing that ever really humbled Loki being there at the TVA and everything like that. And so it did make for some interesting character development in that, but that it still didn't make him like 
a weak panicking guy. He was, he still had that level of arrogance. So I, I want to see more of Loki being Loki than what we got in this episode. Okay. Well, okay. Our, after the first episode, we always ask, what do you want from this series season? What, what is going to make this season work, work the best for you? Okay. I'm going to let you start on this one. What do you so- want from this season? Yeah, so here's what I actually would love for this show. I hope that this show gives us some Easter eggs into what is going to happen with Kang. I hope that um, it's going to give us some... Because um, this show has been pretty pivotal in in launching the new big bag, the new Thanos. Right. So I hope that this... And I don't know if this is exactly what you're asking, but I hope that this gives us Easter eggs that like once we kind of get further into this phase, we go back and go, oh, my God, they totally told us this here, but we didn't see it. Like the scene of a whole bunch of them coming down out of the sky in the murals. Yeah, that will show up later type thing. Yeah, like I I want those. I want those things where it's like, oh my God, they told us this the whole time and we didn't catch it. Um, I would love to see more of the gentleman that I can't remember how to pronounce, uh, Hugh Kwan. I would love to see more of him. I would love to see more of him. I think that he's fabulous. Uh, other than that, um, I, yeah, um, I hope they don't get too, too, too wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Um, just because confused Kate gets confused. But I am optimistic for this show. What about you, Pete? Um, yeah, I guess here's the thing. After watching um Ant- the Quantumania, the third Ant Man movie, which is the only other thing that had Kang in it, I don't really like Kang. <laughs> So I, I'm not sure how much time I want to spend on that character here. I mean, I do, I do hope they, I hope they can pull that back to where I find him a character that I want to see in more movies. Because when I watched the first season of Loki, and he was just in the one, the one, uh, pretty much one episode as He Who Remains that was kind of interesting then watching quantum mania and the version that was in quantum mania. I found that obnoxious. And at the end of quantum mania spoilers, they had like a whole bunch of Kangs in one, in one scene. And that was even more obnoxious. So I don't know what I'm, what I'm hoping for, but making me feel better about Kang being the big bad guy and that I actually want to see more of him as opposed to at the moment where I don't want to see more of him. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, and I, I obviously um, I don't, I don't know what other than that. I don't know what to expect from this season. I mean, this show is uh, probably going to be pretty quirky. So I I'm, I'm just along for the ride. What about you, Steve? Um, like Kate, I want to see more of Obi. Um, love, love that character. Um, actually, opposite Kate, though, I'm hoping for some more timey wimey things because I think it would be interesting of where, where they can take it. And I'm really hoping there's some big twist coming. I don't know what it would be, but some sort of, sort of that 
shocking moment of take us somewhere and give us a big twist and definitely more Loki and Sylvie playing off of each other. I, I think getting them in some of the same yeah. scenes playing off of each other is going to be quite good. Um, and again, I think just expanding some of the characters and I'd say less. Oh, um, Owen Wilson. I mean, I like him. He's there for a reason, but he gets tiring. Yeah. For me, um, I want to know the only thing I really want to know is when Sylvie said her the last line of the show in that mid credit scene, I want to try it all. <laughs> exactly what is that going to entail? Well, Flay of Fish, um, <laughs> no. Big Mac, you but know, we have fries. We have, we have seen a scene shake. where she works at a McDonald's. So yes. um I also I sometimes whole, go into McDonald's and want to try it all, but I've never done it. Oh, no, you really don't want to try it all. Um, <laughs> especially not if the McRib is on. Um, <laughs> oh, you're right. I want... They need to set up some kind of a bad guy other than just them fighting time. There needs to be a bad guy in this season. I think it's going to be the general, the the people in the war council or whatever it was called, because I totally, we don't know what all those troops being sent into a different time loop were actually doing. Right. right. Um, I would bet it's not to go help Loki and find Sylvie. I would, I would bet just about any amount of money it was not, because that would be too easy, especially for Marvel. Um. I need there to be a point to having this season in the bigger picture. There was no point to Secret Invasion. There wasn't. Other than to get Samuel Jackson some money, there was no point to Secret Invasion. Um, you know, he would be the perfect one to show up at a McDonald's, but I'm just saying. <laughs> um, oh, come on, Kate. Nothing on that one. Nothing. No Royale with cheeses. Nothing. <laughs> that was Burger King. I just realized I was laughing. You couldn't hear me because I was muted. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure. It's the same story I get from my wife. It doesn't work. I don't buy it then either. So. Amy's a smart woman. Um, that's my biggest thing is I want there needs to be a point where this actually drives forward. They've made so much of the Kang character, it needs to drive forward the next big main plot. Because we know these characters now. We don't need to be introduced to them more. We know most of their motivations. Although I would agree, I need Loki back. I don't need whoever he has turned into. I need Loki back. I need because Loki's Loki is funny. Loki is arrogant. Whoever this is, is this variant is not. So Although he, in theory, pruned it, pruned that variant away. So who knows? Yeah. Um, but to me, that's the big thing is there needs to be a point to me watching the next five episodes. So. Okay. That's what we got for this week. We will keep watching this. Um, Kate, 
What do we got for Disney Plus news this week? Disney Plus news. A newly restored Snow White is coming to Disney Plus on October 16th. This is similar to the other restorations to 4K quality that the company has done lately. Yeah. I I am very mixed about these because some of them look good. Some of them. Yeah. I'll be honest, half the time I can't even tell the difference. So yeah, I, I said it's it's good enough for me now. <laughs> right. <laughs> according next up, according to filings with the US Patent Office, <clears throat> several Marvel shows have new release windows. Agatha, Coven of Chaos will premiere September 29th of 2024. Daredevil Born Again will debut January 2025. And Ironheart will come in early September 2025. Y'all, if they make Daredevil like how they made Daredevil in She-Hulk, I'm going to be so pissed. So, so Derek, it sounds like you can get your wish of a lot less Marvel going forward. Uh, Yes, it does. Because let's face it, the last chunk of Marvel was not good. No, the last the last two series were both bad, one hundred percent. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Next up, the upcoming Percy Jackson series released its trailer this week. The series, which is not tied to the movies in any way, is going to debut December twentieth. Yeah. So they're basically this is a complete reboot of. Going back to the novels, um, I know having had kids that have read all the novels and then seen the movies, they were so mad. Oh, no. The movies were not anything like the books. Oh, really? Okay. No. uh -uh. Interesting. This is supposed to be much, much closer to the novels. Got it. And finally, my friends, after being dropped by Disney, the Spiderwick Chronicles have been picked up by Roku. So there you go. So it's it's to me it's interesting. And I think Pete, you were the one that said it in our chat earlier that this wasn't really a Disney property, more it was more of a, a Fox property that Disney had picked up and then now going over to Roku is Yeah, it was actually it was Fox and I think Paramount was the other there was like co production. Okay. And yeah, and then so, like, who, who whose money was spent is just my curiosity on it. <laughs> and and who's not getting their money back because I am sure Roku is not spend, not paying Disney or whoever how much it cost. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh. So, okay. Next week, uh, as we did earlier in the summer, Disney uh, released a whole bunch of restored Disney classic Disney cartoons. We are going to watch the third and fourth installments of those cartoons. I will be posting those later this week on our Facebook page. So y'all can know what is, which ones they are. Um, Feature a couple Oswalds, uh, some Mickey and Minnie's and three Donald Duck cartoons. So it's, it, it, we're going back to the old school. None of them are the newest one is 1956, but most of them are from the 30s and 40s. So these are some of the older original would have been shown in movie theater Disney cartoons. These are always fun. I I, I wish they would do. I I wish they would do this every year that they would say, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna bring back and restore 
20 classic shorts every year or something like that. Cause um, the first round of them, there was a few that I remembered, but most of them were, uh, were very new to me. And the same thing on this set is looking through them. There's maybe, I think I old, old McDonald duck. I think I remember. I remember, I remember all three Donald's. I remember, um, the, the Pluto ones, um, bone trouble. Um, I remember that one. And because it's the one with it's him and this great big bulldog with the bones, and then Pluto Junior is basically has a baby Pluto. That one I don't remember. But, so. but anyways, I'm I'm glad to see that bring, there. <clears throat> there's hundreds of these out there, right? Bring them back every year. Let's let's get some more ones. You know, you, you can you can take out the racist ones. That's fine if you don't want to restore those. But you know these these ones here. Let's keep bringing them back and and see these classics uh brought back to life for sure okay um i personally would love to see some alice's at least a couple of the alice's redone that would be cool so, yeah. because those are actually how disney got his start yeah so. for sure guys if you need if you have suggestions on what we should watch please email us at plus platoon at gmail.com do you need a couple suggestions coming up we've also got our our second edition of the toonies Coming up, or we're going to have our our awards for what we've watched so far this year. Um, We do have new episodes coming out every Thursday on YouTube and all the major podcasting services for Kate, Pete, and Steve, and our producer, Gina. We will see everyone next week. Bye, guys. Bye-bye. watching this week's episode of the plus platoon be sure to subscribe to the plus platoon podcast to keep getting great content each week then head over to apple podcast and leave those five-star reviews as they help make the plus platoon visible to even more disney plus fans also go to youtube and like and subscribe to the plus platoon channel where you can watch all future episodes live If you have a question for the Plus Platoon, please send us an email to plusplatoon at gmail.com or connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Plus Platoon. The Plus Platoon is a Disney Plus fan podcast and is not affiliated with the Walt Disney Company or the Disney Plus streaming service. All opinions expressed on the show are solely those of the individual hosts and in no way reflect the views of the Walt Disney Company. Thanks for watching and be sure to stay tuned for next week's episode because the Plus Platoon is to be continued. (laughs) 